This podcast is brought to you by Erickson Immigration Group. Welcome to Immigration Nerds. On September 24th, the Department of State released the upcoming October Visa Bulletin, which acts as the first month in the fiscal year. Visa bulletins indicate who may file an adjustment of status application based on their priority date. This is important because these dates determine if an individual is eligible to file for an I-485 green card application to USCIS. Joining me is EIG's Managing Director, Hiba Amber. She shares about the significant changes that has occurred in this month's bulletin, which largely impacts Indian and Chinese nationals. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us Beyond Borders. Here's the caveat with the visa bulletin. The visa bulletin is divided not just by employment preference category, but also country of birth. The reason that that is important is because the United States only makes available a limited number of, you know, potential green cards every fiscal year, but demand far outweighs supply, especially if you're someone who's seeking to adjust status from India or China. Folks from India got a head start in terms of, you know, STEM occupations, STEM educations. They started coming to the United States on an H-1B decades prior to folks from other countries. And as a result, there's such a long line of applicants who are waiting to file for adjustment of status. So to put this in further context, in terms of wait times, skilled Indian workers make up roughly 75% of the employment-based green card backlog, a category that only accepts up to 7% of applicants from each country. Today, the number of total green cards issued each year is limited to 140,000. There's currently over 700,000 Indian workers waiting in a line now that is likely to stretch for decades. So the visa bulletin basically demonstrates the progress that the State Department is making in the queue for applicants from certain countries in certain preference categories, and it's particularly impactful for individuals from India and, and also China, but more so India, because a priority date advancing three to four months, according to the visa bulletin, can sometimes mean the difference between applying one year versus the following year versus the year after that, right? So it's really, really important to individuals who are in the process to monitor the visa bulletin. Obviously, it's important to us as immigration attorneys to monitor the visa bulletin because this really determines when the applicant finally gets to run the final lap of a very, very lengthy race. Now, just to put it into context, you know, some immigration attorneys will say that applicants from India potentially face wait times of up to 15 years before they're eligible to submit their adjustment of status application. There have been uh, people in the industry who've done statistical analysis and they have concluded that the wait times are estimated to be closer to 75 years if the visa bulletin continues to progress at the rate that it's going. And so this is a really, really personal and oftentimes very frustrating and confusing experience for uh, a lot of the clients that we work with. So you fast forward to the October visa bulletin, and here's what happened. The October visa bulletin, much like uh, visa bulletins, you know, every month, is divided into two charts, chart A and chart B. Chart A tells us who's eligible to file adjustment of status, but also eligible to actually have that adjustment of status application 
approved, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. meaning that they actually qualify for an immigrant visa number. And this is, you know, the limited number of visas that, you know, the government makes available every year, what I was referring to earlier. But the State Department Visa Bulletin also includes something called Chart B, which means that even though your priority date is not current and there's not a visa number that's available to you, you're still eligible to at least file the adjustment of status application and get it in the queue. So that's important to a lot of the clients that we work with because even though they may not necessarily be eligible to get the green card itself under Chart B, they're still eligible to benefit from some of the ancillary benefits that accompany an adjustment of status application, such as an employment authorization document or an advanced parole, which is an international travel document, or in some instances, employment authorization for their spouses, which is a very, very big deal for a lot of the clients that we work with. I mean, it's a big deal for a lot of immigrants who are currently in the employer-sponsored process. So what happened with the October 2020 visa bulletin is two things. One, USCIS confirmed that it will start to accept applications under chart B, even though it had paused accepting chart B applications for several months. But two, the State Department advanced the priority dates for EB2 and EB3 India, which are the two probably most backlogged categories from 2010 to 2015. The advancement of the EB2 and EB3 India categories under chart B all the way to where priority dates from 2015 are current under chart B means that there are thousands and thousands of Indian foreign nationals who are now eligible to, at the very least, submit their adjustment of status application that would not have otherwise been eligible to file for several years. What can we attribute this advancement to? And it's by quite a number in terms of like years and a couple of months. What can we attribute this to? I think that the the first thought that comes to mind is, well, as a result of COVID um, and a lot of the executive orders and presidential proclamations that have placed significant restrictions on the immigration process in various different ways, that there were a lot of unused visa numbers and there were a lot less applicants or applications this year. And as a result, that is part of the reason why the State Department was actually able to advance Um, the priority dates as significantly as it did with this October visa bulletin. Um, This is not um, official, but there are opinions that are circulating in the industry. Again, they're just opinions that maybe this has something to do with the uh, impending furloughs that USCIS managed to avoid for the month of August that we still don't know whether or not it will successfully avoid for the rest of the year, right? So by advancing the priority dates in chart B and making so many applicants eligible to file, USCIS will benefit from all of the filing fees that are paid in conjunction with the submission of these applications. And as you know, USCIS is a fee-based agency. So um, some people um, suspect that 
this may have also been partly motivated for financial reasons. Right. And they increased the filing fees too recently. <clears throat> well, if I'm just looking at this and I'm going through the, the process, what, what are the next steps? I'm looking at this October bulletin now. Should I contact my attorney to, to start the process? What, what should I do? So definitely contact your attorney if your attorney has not actually contacted you themselves to, you know, confirm your priority date. If you don't know it, confirm that you are indeed eligible to file, be it under chart A or chart B. Confirm whether there's an alternative strategy that the attorney can suggest that would make you eligible to file maybe in a different category. Um, Make sure that you talk to your attorney about what the impact would be if you file under a different category and then your priority date retrogresses and definitely get a head start on gathering whatever supporting documents your attorney requests and filling out the questionnaires Um, because this is indeed a time sensitive project. I'm one of the attorneys who currently is of the opinion that these priority dates will remain current beyond just the October visa bulletin and that we will see that the filing window is to remain open even in the month of November at the very least, right? But until we actually get the official November 2020 visa bulletin, we obviously have to operate on a timeline that results in having everyone's case filed by the month of October, right? Uh, Unless we hear otherwise, obviously. So, you know, definitely make this a priority in terms of providing any information or documents that are needed in order to complete your application. And then that way, hopefully your attorney can hit the ground running and make sure that your application is filed in in, in a timely manner. Right. Yes. Thank you. So the November bulletin will come out next month. I know we're getting ahead of the game right now. Um, as you mentioned that the the filing windows can change. So it is very important for you to get in contact. Uh, and if you're already in the process of the I-485, begin that because you don't know how things will, will change. Moving forward, is there any sort of idea of how maybe things could change in in November? Does it depend on what happens during this month of October coming up? You know, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, the visa bulletin and, you know, the the, um, numbers for these preference categories, they reset in October with the start of every, you know, fiscal year. Um, However, this is the beginning of the fiscal year, the first month. That's exactly right. This is the beginning of the fiscal year. So the fact that priority dates have advanced as of the October visa bulletin is in and of itself not the unusual part. What I do think is a little unusual is the degree to which EB2 and EB3 India has advanced as per the chart B visa bulletin. My hope is, you know, that this remains open beyond just October so that we can ensure, you know, that everybody has a chance to get their cases submitted and hopefully timely adjudicated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hiba, I appreciate you uh, coming on just to share some light on this first bulletin of the fiscal year. Um, Definitely some uh, eyebrows are are raised. (laughs) We're all sort of um, trying to adjust to this. Um, But uh, thank you for keeping us informed. And um, we're definitely going to have to come back and see how things have changed or stayed the same. So it's 2020. Right. I mean, this year 
in general is just 2020. <laughs> so um, the fact that something unexpected is happening in 2020, I guess, is should not be that big of a surprise. But yeah. you know, the fact that that's the norm this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the fact that so many people who maybe would not have otherwise been eligible to file, given an opportunity to at least get their applications in the queue, I really hope that this turns into one of the few good things that happened this year. Thank you to lead researcher Con Branch, assistant producers Luke Bianco and David White, and music by Brandon Williams. Follow Immigration Nerds on Twitter at IMMNerds and Erickson Immigration Group on LinkedIn to join in the conversation. I'm Ian Gaines. See you next week.